And so we need to decide what the important things are in our lives and create our life around those things. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Anyone, Anywhere. So today we are with Jeff Haig. Let me do a quick intro about Jeff. So Jeff is an entrepreneur with more than 20 years experience in startups, manufacturing, and retail world. Jeff is also a business development coach, marketing strategist, mastermind facilitator, and certificate knowledge broker. To end, Jeff is also the host of the Daily Success Strategy podcast and the Jeff and Hyde show. Jeff, how are you today, my friend? I'm great. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Thank you so much. So uh, let's start from the beginning, uh, from the ones that still don't know you. Can you tell me a little bit about you, about your background? Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, my name is Jeff Hagee. I'm originally from Canada, Southern Alberta, and I now live in Gilbert, Arizona in the US. Um, I got a diverse background um, from being a professional rodeo cowboy to a banker to quitting the banking industry to start making rocks. And so um, I started in 2005, started a company called Kodiak Mountain Stone, which we are a manufacturer of artificial stone veneer. That's the stone that you see on the front of houses and stuff like that. And it's it's been interesting, you know, since 2005, obviously we've seen about every economy in the housing industry that you can imagine. And so it's been quite a ride and definitely a learning experience. And along the way, I've had a lot of opportunities to mentor people, coach people and do different things. And it was always a desire of mine to also get into the coaching side. And it was a couple of years ago, um, my CFO made an introduction and said, you need to meet a guy uh, because I know you've always wanted to get into the coaching and you just need to meet this guy. Um, turns out this guy's got a very similar background to me. And after talking to him for a while, he basically said to me, you know what, why aren't you doing it? He says, you've got the qualifications, you've got the credentials, you've definitely got the experience. You know, if you want to be doing it, why aren't you? And I think that was the thing that kind of pushed me past the imposter syndrome and decided, yeah, I can, I can be helping people and I can be doing what I love. And so I still run my other company, Kodiak Mountain Stone, but I've been coaching the last couple of years as well, which has really been something I've been passionate about. Nice, nice. It's really, I, I love, I love the background and the, the, the importance that you give to, to listen to yourself, to listen, if you can say to your gut, let's go right. a little bit into that because I think that is quite important. How was the moment that you feel that was not right, that you had to do some change? what you know I, um i've had a lot of those experiences um probably could call them epiphany moments uh that you know we're working on different things and realize that there needs to be a change you know even with my company kodiak mountain stone we've had to pivot a number of times and that's not an easy thing to do even in 2017 so from 2005 to 2017 our main focus was manufacturing. Um, in the end of 2017, I decided to shut down the manufacturing and just to become a distributor. And, you know, those are tough decisions because they impact a lot of different things and a lot of different people. But a lot of it is what you said, following your gut. And, you know, I think that comes with a lot of experience and the knowledge you build up over years of experience too. But I think, for me, um, in the coaching aspect of it, kind of, you know, everyone's got their own limiting beliefs on why they can't do certain things. And, you know, I think for me in the coaching um, realm, it was feeling that I didn't have probably the qualifications to be a coach. Like, who am I to help someone that way? But then when it was sitting down and looking at it and looking that, yeah, I do actually have the qualifications, the, I've got the background, the experience, the certifications, why, why aren't I doing it? And who am I not helping because I'm 
not allowing myself to do it. And so it was kind of that moment saying, yeah, it's something that I need to do for, because I want to do it, but also because I know I can help someone. I think it's very interesting like what you say. Let's talk a little bit more about the coaching. Uh, what is your job as a coach? Can you give me an idea, please? Absolutely. So for the most part, I started mostly focused just on the business coaching part of it. And a lot of what I focus on with the business coaching is working with small and medium-sized businesses that don't have a lot of money to put into their marketing and advertising and show them how they can increase their leads, increase their conversions, all those things on a dramatic basis without spending a bunch into marketing and advertising because there's a lot of ways to do it. And a lot of people think it's all throwing money into marketing and advertising, which it's not. And showing people how they can do different things and strategize and just create a lot more within their business without spending a lot of money because you know let's face it a lot of small businesses they don't have a lot of money to be spending on marketing and advertising they don't have the millions of dollars in their budget for marketing and you know there's there's a lot of strategies that can help people to get around that and so from from the coaching aspect I strictly started on the business coaching like that. But what I found, um, whether I was working with an entrepreneur or I even work with a lot of like a salesperson, stuff like that, there's a few things that everyone wants. One is accountability. And I've never had a client that didn't want that part of it. And so that's one of the major purposes of coaching, I think. But another aspect was mindset. I was finding that it didn't matter who I was working with, a lot of it came down to their mindset. And when we could get them with the right mindset and create a powerful mindset, they could take their life and their business and everything they are doing to another, another realm and just take it all to the next level. But as long as they had a weak mindset, none of it was working. And so one of the things I've been spending a lot of time on recently is focusing more on that and working with people, whether it's entrepreneurs or just high achievers or athletes or coaches on developing a powerful mindset and putting the habits in place that keep that powerful mindset so they can do the things that, and basically to maximize what their potential really is. I think it's awesome, the idea, because I, I, I totally agree with you. I think the mindset and the way that you can operate the mindset can can make the difference in the long run about the result. How do you think that we, if you can give me some tips for me to use in the daily life, maybe today, tomorrow, to improve my mindset? Number one, um, recognizing your self-talk. You know, if you think, think about it, the conversations that are going on in your head on a continual basis, you're asking and answering questions to yourself all the time. And, you know, probably right now you heard that and thought, is that what we're doing? Well, yeah, you just asked yourself a question. <laughs> and um, it's a continual conversation in your head of questions. And it's the habitual questions that you're always asking that really impacts your mindset. And so when you start focusing on those questions you're asking and knowing what they are, you'll start recognize it. Not that you'll never have a negative thought come into your mind, but you'll recognize it and you can change that thought pattern. And when you change that, you can really shift your mindset. And, you know, one of the things that I talk about a lot is your reticular activating system, your RAS. And what that is, is basically a filter in your brain that filters out what's important to you. Because if you look around you, there are so many stimuli right now. You can't pay attention to all of it. You know, you can't pay attention to what you're doing at your desk, the bird at the window, the air touching your skin, your shirt touching your skin, whatever. There's so many things. So your RAS helps to filter out the things that are important to you. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that people can really relate to how this works is an example I use is when we moved to Arizona from Canada, I bought my daughter a little Mitsubishi Spider car. I had never seen this car before that I'm aware of. After I bought that, I saw that car everywhere. Now it's not that all of a sudden everyone else around me bought it too. It's just something that 
my mind all of a sudden says, okay, this car is something important to him. And you start recognizing it. It's like when a lady buys a new dress and all of a sudden she starts seeing other ladies with the same dress. So it's what is happening in your mind that your mind is recognized as important and it'll recognize those things. And so I use a tool I call your mindset questions. And they're questions that you ask yourself every single day. And what that does is it helps you to recognize important things in your life. And it's just like when you, when you set goals, when you set goals and you review those goals all the time, your, your mind is going to help you find answers to achieve those goals because it's looking for them. You know, it might be something that you normally wouldn't have even recognized or paid attention to, but because it's something important to you, your mind says, Hey, this is important. Pay attention. And that's how you're going to start achieving these goals. And so by asking some of these certain questions on a daily basis, it gets you in the habit of looking for these things. And it really sets you up for success that way, I believe, and helps you to have a strong, powerful mindset. Can you tell me, I think it's amazing. And then if I listen about like the mind, the, the mindset questions, I think it's like, it's a way to, to, to put you in the present. And yes. I think that is amazing. First of all, can you tell me, I, I don't want one or two questions that we can use it just to have an idea what like. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have in my mindset journal, um, it's a journal that I have that you can just go through some daily things mm -hmm. to help you with that. And I've got my mindset questions in there. And what I think the most important one I have mm -hmm. in there is what can you do today that'll take you outside your comfort zone? And the reason I think that's so important is because everyone's got a certain comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you, when you do something new and it's uncomfortable, when you've done it a few times, all of a sudden it's normal. You know, probably the first time you did this podcast, it was a little uncomfortable, but now it's just second nature. And if you're doing something every single day to take you outside of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. your comfort zone becomes huge. And so to do some of the things that would normally be outside of your comfort zone and holding you back from progress becomes easy. So that just becomes easier and easier. Um, the first question is, what is one thing that I can get really excited about today? You know, just looking at that saying, okay, what am I going to be excited about? What's on my schedule that makes me excited. And then another is what could potentially cause me stress today and how can I best deal with it? And, you know, it's just going through those mindset questions every morning basically sets your day up for success that stuff like that you're prepared for it ahead of time your mind's in the right place and you're setting yourself up for success. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I think it's a really, 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 like I said it. And I like when you say the questions, it's a, a really good way to put you in the present and to think it's what's really important to you. And if it's stressful or if it's a problem, what you can do about it? Like what is the yes. solution? Not the problem. I think it's, and that, that allows you to, to look at situations and respond to them rather than react to them because you're thinking it out ahead of time. Oh, really nice. Really nice. Let's talk a little bit about the mindset journal. Uh, the journal. Can you tell me a little bit more uh, for the ones sure. that... Yeah. Absolutely. So the way, the way I've got it created, um, it's got a number of different parts to it. It, it's set up in a, in a monthly format and it starts off on your goals because I think it's really important to have your goals set up. And I go through a few different steps. The first one is one that I learned from Mark Victor Hansen and it's just your 101 goals. And it's basically sit down and figure out 101 goals that you want to achieve. And the biggest reason I have you do that is just to get your mind flowing because, you know, I, I ask you to get in the, same mind you'd be as a child you know what do you want just anything you know 101 is quite a bit to start out with to sit down and say okay start writing all your goals and you get to 10 and you're like oh man i gotta do still another 91 of these things and so it really gets you flown with that 
and then I go through uh, the next one is my clarity tool, which is a tool that I use to really narrow down what your top goals are and get clear on what they are and how you're going to achieve it, what you need to do to achieve those goals. And then I think one of the most important tools is the next one. And it's one I got from Dean Graziosi, which I call the seven levels deep. And it's going with each of those, um, each of those goals that you've identified and you just start out and say, okay, why do I want to achieve this? And you write that out and then you take that answer and say, why, why do I want that? And you do that seven times. And when you go, you know, I've had people say, oh, I figured it all out. I, I went through it. It only took me five times. No, you've got to keep going. I want you to do it seven times because when you've done it seven times, you really identify what your true why is behind that goal. And that's what's going to be your motivation. On the days you don't want to get out of bed, that's what's going to get you out of bed because you know why you're working towards that goal. And so <clears throat> that's the first thing I do is get you to really figure out your goals in the journal. And then the next part, if you go to chapter two in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, he, you write out your definite chief aim statement. And I have you write out that um, and create a definite chief aim. So at this point, you've got your goals and you've got your definite chief aim. Those are some of the most important things that you can create. And what I do with those going forward is every single day, there's a section that in the morning, you're going to write out your, all your goals. And then you're going to write out your definite chief aim. Now there's two reasons for that. Just like I was talking about with your RAS, your reticular activating system, you want to keep them in mind. And I've had people ask, well, can I just do this on my computer, type it out? No, write it out by hand. Because when you write it out by hand, you're actually going through the motions of writing it out, you're reading it, and it's taking you longer. And so it's really getting in your mind. And it, I think it's really important. And then at night, I ask you too, go read over them again. You don't have to write them out again, but go read over them. So those are, those are how it begins. Then, you know, it's got, it's got a monthly calendar so you can figure out your main things that are happening that month, main events, main everything. Then on a daily basis, it's got your daily calendar so you can schedule your time. One of them, I learned from Brennan Bouchard, I think one of the most important things you can do with your daily schedule is to block your time. Block, block your time that you can work on your most important task with no distractions. And you know, during quarantine, when kids are at home, all that, I think this is vital because you've got to be able to say, okay, I'm going to sit down for 60 minutes. There's going to be no kids. There's going to be no phone calls. There's going to be no emails, social media, anything. I'm just focused on this task. At the end of that task, you can take a break, whatever you need to deal with employees, deal with kids, whatever it is, but you need to schedule some block time that you can work on your, on your focus task. Now, the next part is going through your morning mindset questions that we just talked about. And then from there, I have what I call my morning, morning journal, which is just somewhere that I want you to spend five, 10 minutes just creating. What are you gonna do? What are your thoughts? What do you, what's been on your mind? It can be anything. And what I just recently added to it was some thoughts from Benjamin Hardy that I thought, you know, if, if you're writing and you're struggling with some of the things to write about, he gave some good advice. He says, what are you trying to accomplish right now? Where do you want to be in 90 days? What is your purpose? What are you grateful for? Who is your future self? What power moves are you going to make today? And so just five, 10 minutes writing about those things. And it's really a powerful way to start your morning. And then from there, in the evening, we do the same similar thing. We have the evening mindset questions, basically looking back on, okay, how did today go? What successes did you have? And then there's an evening journal and a recap and those sort of things. But that's kind of a quick summary of what the mindset journal is. It sounds like a lot. Um, it doesn't take as much time as it sounds. Uh, the, my, my routine is I get up at 4.30. I work in that in my journal till five, go to the gym. And then that's the majority of my stuff until the evening. I think it's like, and how much, how much time it's, it's too much if you are investing in yourself? That is the first question. 
because if you invest 30 minutes in the morning in yourself, it's too much. I think it's not. Not at all. Not at all. Um, in fact, I just, uh, yes, today, actually, today I posted an article on jeffhagey.com about setting up your morning. And, you know, the first, I can't remember the psychologist's name right off the top of my head, but he says the first three hours of your day are what sets your day up for success and productivity. And so I, I talk about those things on how you, if you set up your morning properly and invest it in yourself, you're going to free up time at the end of the day. And just like where you're going with that, part of one of the things I say in there is schedule time for personal development, schedule time to sit down and read, listen to a podcast, read a blog, whatever it is, but schedule that time. Because when you get through the business busyness of the day, you might think, Oh, I'll read tomorrow. I didn't have time today. It's, it's too important for that. You've got to schedule that time so that you're doing it every single day and investing in that in yourself. So totally agree with you. Yeah, I think like, and I totally agree. And the morning for me, it's, it's really important. If you start the day strong, I think the rest of the day, it will just follow up the, the, like the day, like the, the, because you start strong, you start like, doing exercise, reading, putting like, not just exercise to the body, but also for the mind. I think it's, Absolutely. it's really, really important. And uh, one of the questions that you have in your uh, mindset journal, I like to ask to my guests uh, about your purpose. Did you found already your purpose in life, your meaning? Yeah. Um, you know, I used to just... I used to just say that my whole meaning, my whole purpose, my whole definition of success was to create opportunities and memories for my family. And that still is, but I also would say I probably looked at that a little different since I did the seven levels deep for myself and really found out my why behind that and why I do what I do because I mean, that, that's something I, I talked um, actually on my podcast this morning about is the fact that we can, we, we look at what we have to do, but oftentimes it's at the expense of our lifestyle or our family or whatever it is. And so we need to decide what the important things are in our lives and create our life around those things. And so, you know, when I, when I look at it, and look at the seven levels deep, mine comes down to, I want to create a lifestyle where I can make the choices on what I do when I do them. So that, I mean, for example, my daughter, I was, I had the opportunity, I was her basketball coach from elementary school up to her senior year, pretty much. And, you know, to have the ability to do that, when my son was younger, I helped coach his football team. And, you know, there's, the opportunity to be able to have the freedom to do that, to be able to pick my kids up from school, those sort of things are something that are important to me. And so that's, I need to create my, my career around being able to do those things. And so that's where my purpose comes in. I love it. I love it really. And now I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, <laughs> It comes now with another question that is that what is your definition of success? Because I think it's, it's connected. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think, you know, success is the accomplishment of a purpose. And I think, you know, Earl Nightingale, I'm not going to quote him because I can't remember exactly how he said it, but it's, live basically he says uh, in the stranger's secret he says success is living and doing the things that you want in life and so and that's how i i would define success is being able to do the things you want in life and creating your lifestyle and your career around that awesome awesome really 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 I wanted to ask you now for imagine for the ones that are in the same situation that you that 
that they are in, in a normal career, but they want to change and maybe become a coach, but they are too afraid. They are with the imposter syndrome, like you said it. What is your advice to them? <laughs> it's funny because I actually it was an offer I made on my podcast this morning that I just Whoa. said I want to work with 25, 25 people that want to do this because nice. You know what? If if you want, if that's been a dream of yours and you've wanted to take that step, you've wanted to do something else, or you wanted to take the knowledge that you have and share it and make it a career, whatever it is. Hmm. Has there ever been a better time? You know, there's so much chaos in the world's upside down right now. If you're going to make a change, now is a great time. But, you know, one of, one of the things, and I think one of the things to start with, people need a mentor or a coach. And it doesn't mean they have to go get a, get a coach like me, something like that. But they need someone that's going to hold them accountable and be honest with them. You know, it's not your best friend because your best friend's not going to be blunt with you when you're needing them to be blunt. You need someone that's going to be straight up with you, hold you accountable and be honest. And whether that's um, a coach or just a mentor, you know, I, I've got a, a brother-in-law that we have accountability meetings every two weeks that we say, this is what we're going to do over the next two weeks. And we go through that and hold each other accountable to that. Um, I've got a coach that holds me accountable to the things that I work on with him. And I think that is something you need because it also, when the coach or your mentor knows what your goals and your desires are, they can push you. They can hold you accountable to make sure that you're doing it because just because you want to do it. You know, I talk about myself, I'm teaching this and I went through the same stuff. I had the imposter syndrome. I didn't, wasn't pulling the trigger. I kept putting things off. I want to do that, but, but well, no, I'm not ready yet. I just needed someone to say, yeah, go do it. And, and that's the thing is there are so many people with the experiences they have. I mean, knowing the little bit about you, I know you've got some incredible stories, I'm sure and mm. some incredible experiences that our soul would be so helpful to someone trying to take that same path that you've taken. And that's where all this knowledge industry is so valuable is people don't realize that they have an expertise within them and other people are trying to do what they've already achieved. And you can share that knowledge. You can become, whether it's a coach or whatever it is, you can get into the knowledge industry and help people achieve their dreams that you've already achieved. And so if you're holding back, start figuring out how to take that next step and figure out how, what it is that you need to do to do it because Unless you, unless you actually get out there and do it, or you have someone, a mentor or a coach that's going to hold you accountable and push you to do it, you're not going to do it. And mm -hmm. you're just going to be sitting here in a year from now thinking, man, I should do this. No, you should have done it 12 months ago. <laughs> no, for me, at least for now, it was the podcast, man. I was one year waiting to start the podcast because I was not too good. Like you were saying, there is, there is a lot of podcasts there, but like man who is judging and like like you said it i think it's really important to have a mentor because sometimes the person just did already what you want to do so you just have to follow the steps it's saving you time and time it's the most important thing that we have here so absolutely i, I totally agree with you with, with i've got a mastermind group and mm -hmm. that's what I think is the most viable thing in a mastermind is someone will come in there and say, this is what I'm dealing with. I don't know. How. Well, I'll use myself as an example. This wasn't, this is one of the things that inspired me to create a mastermind group in, in the whole commotion of 2008 and the economy and everything. I was having some struggles with my stone company, trying to figure out 
what I needed to do next to keep it going forward. And I was actually at a business conference and I was sitting at a table with a lady that owned a scrapbooking company. And I had been struggling trying to figure out what I was going to do. And she told me what she had done with her scrapbooking company. There's no way I would have ever thought a scrapbooking company and a stone company had anything in common, but it's exactly what I needed to hear. And it saved me so much time because I took her advice from a completely different industry. And that's where a mastermind can come in. That's where a coach can come in. They can say just what you said. They can save you so much time and usually so much pain. Exactly. Because, and sometimes because it's the, the consistency by yourself, it's not easy. I think it's like you do it by yourself. It's sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's yeah. difficult. I think like have somebody that that is by your side, that is fighting with you. I think it's, it's really important. Now I, I seen some of your videos, uh, talking about uh, gratitude. How do you yeah. think that gratitude and being grateful can just helping you to, to enjoy more life and improve your life? Um, you know, I think everyone's so busy and so much is going on and especially right now with, COVID and all the negativity that surrounded everyone, people forget there are some really great things in their lives. And, you know, that's one thing I think, especially people that are dealing with a lot of anxiety, if they, I'm not saying this is a cure for it, but if they would take some time every single morning to write in a gratitude journal and just write about the things they're grateful for, it really, changes your demeanor it really changes your feelings and it helps you to recognize that yeah you know what maybe i'm going through some tough stuff but you know what? i've got some really good things in my life too and it doesn't take a lot you know i woke up on the right side of the bed today you know whatever it is i'm whatever it is there's always something you can be grateful for and i think if people spend the time to recognize that and recognize that there's always something to be grateful for, that it'll help relieve a lot of stress and help give a lot of clarity. Mm, I totally, totally agree. It's just, um, it helps you just, I think it's, it's a way to, to, to put the glasses. You just see it in, in a better way, you know, like, like you wake up, you are breathing. It's already a victory, yeah. you know? Exactly. If you are seeing or listening the, this podcast, you are like in the top, I don't know, half of the population for sure. So you, you are winning all the time. Like, and let's talk about now about your gratitude journal. Like I, I know that you already have one. Do you want to, to talk a little bit about? Yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I just think it's a, a powerful thing, whether you spend two minutes in it or 10 minutes in it every day, just writing down um, things that you're grateful for. Sometimes it's going to be big things. Sometimes it's going to be little things, but just it's powerful. Um, you may have heard on one of my podcasts I shared before too. And this was an idea I heard from Darren Hardy, um, writing a gratitude journal towards someone else. And it can really impact a relationship. So for example, um, when I first heard this from Darren, I can't remember how many months I went, but every day I would write, write in my gratitude journal, something that I was grateful for about my wife. And sometimes it was something deep. Sometimes it was, thanks for giving me a hug this morning. You know, sometimes it was, thanks for doing my laundry. Sometimes it was, thanks for going on a date with me, whatever it was, but when you do that every single day, number one, you're looking for something every day to be grateful for them. And that alone is going to change your, change your relationship with them. Number two, they don't know you're doing it. After you've done it for a month, two months, six months, whatever it is, it's a pretty cool gift to give to them and give them the opportunity to go through it. I think it's, it's, it's a really, really nice idea. And I think like, man, just try it one month. Why not? I, I yeah, will do absolutely. it. I will do it. Just try it. And 
it's it's really for you I'd and love for to hear about people, it i will do uh, for sure i will we will keep in touch don't worry about yes. that yeah for sure but i will i will i will tell you about now um let's go a little bit to the mindset because i like it how do you describe how you see your mindset you know to me your mindset is your established your set of attitudes and beliefs hmm. and mostly your beliefs about yourself um, because really, you know, you look, you look through all the classic books and writings and so, stuff. It's, you know, think and grow rich as a man thinketh. You are become, you become what you think about, you know, whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe he can achieve, you know, it all comes back to the mind and it's because it's such a powerful tool that we have. And, you know, like I was talking earlier, the habitual questions that we ask ourselves has so much control over our life. And, you know, the things that we think about on a continual basis are going to be the outward person that we become. And so I think that's why it's so important to gain control over your mindset because it, it can be little things telling yourself you're not good enough. Well, you tell yourself you're not good enough every single day. Guess what? You're not going to be good enough. Telling yourself you can't do something. You tell yourself all that time, you're going to comply. You're not going to be good enough. But, and then people say, okay, so I tell myself every day that I'm good enough, whatever I can do it. I'm still not doing it. If you can stick to it, if you can focus on convincing yourself that you are gonna you are gonna find the ways to do it you are gonna find the ways and it might not be exactly what you expect it to be but you're gonna have i mean just i mean it's it's easy to understand hmm. your outcome if you sit there and tell yourself you're not good enough compared to your outcome if you have the confidence that you are good enough is going to be drastically different you know in my momentum series training i talk about the success cycle and in that um what we go through it's it's a tony robbins model but it looks at your potential and you know you look at the potentials of human beings it's unlimited right um and then it goes to action and if you go in a clockwise motion it goes potential action results and he says belief and certainty and i would call it confidence when you don't have high confidence or high belief in certainty, are you really going to execute your full potential? Mm. You're not. And if you don't execute your full potential, you're not going to take the massive action and your results are going to reflect that. And it's just going to continue that way. Now, if you have high belief in certainty, high confidence, you're going to exercise your full potential. You're going to take massive action and your results are going to reflect it. So, Either way, you're going to spiral either up or you spiral down, all depending on, I think the key to that is your belief in certainty or what I say, confidence. And that comes back to your mindset. <laughs> oh, I think, yeah. no, 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 it's, I totally agree with you because it's something that we, you, we have to work with. And the more that we understand the importance of having a good mindset, like, like it's, going the circle like you said it the, the action it will be better but it's it's something that you have to work it like for yeah. me i think personally martial arts and doing jujitsu it helped me a lot i know that you also uh, had a career as a uh, in the rodeo yes uh, how do you think that that that's um, helped you if it helped you or uh... I I actually went so in rodeo I was a professional steer wrestler and there's probably a lot of people on this that don't know what that is yeah in basically, Europe we don't know <laughs> <laughs> so basically you're, you're on a horse there's this there's a steer running down the middle of the arena there's another horse making sure that it goes straight and you're jumping off onto its horns and wrestling it to the ground. <laughs> and so um, that, that was quite a while ago. 
I didn't study mindset like I do now, hmm. but it was an important aspect to me because I knew the mental part of the game. And I would spend time before every time I was, it was going to be my turn to go. I would spend time almost in a meditative state, thinking about it and visualizing and seeing the run before it happened. And I think that played a, a major role in when I was successful or not on how I could prepare my mind because there's so many aspects of it that it comes down to, you know, obviously it's a, a physical sport, but there's a, a mental side to it. And it's, you know, when you talk about um, sports and mindfulness and stuff, you hear people talk about the flow and those sort of things. And you've got to be in the right mindset to get in that flow. And, and that flow is basically when you can do things almost unconsciously that it all just happens. And it's because you're in the right mental mindset. Yeah, completely, man. I, I saw some of the videos and it was impressive. Uh, Did you? <laughs> it was impressive. The turn, like, it's like wrestling. It's, it's really similar, like wrestling. Like, just a bull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you talked about visualization. Like, where you put visualization in your day, if you use it daily, if it's something that you do daily? Absolutely. I, I think it's an important thing. Um, I, I learned a lot of my thoughts and beliefs on it from Napoleon Hill. And then I was introduced to Neville Goddard, who is very detailed about it. And probably the biggest thing I learned from him was when you're working on vis visualization, don't do it as an observer, like you're watching a movie. Do it as if you're the actor, you're in it and put yourself in that position. And so what I suggest with it and what I tell my clients is you don't have to spend hours upon hours doing it. Spend that 10 minutes before you fall asleep, just before you fall asleep, visualize and depends what your goals are, you know, visualize that future that you're working towards and put yourself in that. And it's just like with what we talk about with the RAS putting yourself in that position, you're going to be amazed at the outcomes that come from it. The quantity of spider cars that we will find in our way. Yes. I'm understanding. I'm completely understanding. Yeah, because it's, it's, and after it's everything connected, like you said it, if you work like, for example, with, I'm not saying like it has to be your mindset journal or it doesn't matter if you work in your goals, after you create the habits, and with the visualization that puts you in the in the right path, like it's the connection between and yes, like it's and like you were saying also with the mindset. If you have to think that you are capable of doing or not, and if it's the same price, at least <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's let's think that you are like at least yes. Uh, I already understood that you do have some daily habits that is passing for your uh, mindset journal. Uh, be grateful in the morning. Um, tell me a little bit more. What is a, a, a day in your life starting in the morning? Because Yeah, absolutely. Um, my alarm goes off at 428 AM. I go straight to my mindset journal, work on that. I go to the gym at five. Um, and then I, I have a bit of a break there because I get the kids off to school, those sort of things. And then I try to focus on my block time at that point. Um, you know, it, I, I don't know who to attribute the quote to, but it's when you're morning, when you're day. And so that's what I try to really focus on, getting, getting things really accomplished in the morning and really getting the momentum going. And then from there on, it's going to be, dealing with the fires, dealing with the, whatever it is that you're dealing with. Um, and for me, it, it's a number of things because I still run my stone company. Um, I'm working with clients, whether it's on a Zoom call or a phone call or some of my clients, we don't 
uh, have the one-on-ones as often and it's more through emails and stuff. So we're back and forth on emails. Um, so it's, it's different throughout the day. And then with my different courses that I'm working on, um, you know, it's either creating the courses or working on those or it's right now what I've been doing a lot of is because I'm putting a new course together um, for Mindset Secrets, I've been doing a lot of research and studying and reading and um, it's been interesting. There's mm. been a lot of, lot of discoveries that have been a lot of fun. Nice. I, I will also, I will, first I want that you tell me a little bit about your marketing uh, course that you already have. Yeah, uh, if you want to share a little bit, if somebody. Yeah. So marketing accelerated. Um, it's a course that I kind of created uh, at the beginning of the pandemic just because I thought it would be a great course for a lot of entrepreneurs that are struggling to figure things out and they, you know, just like I said, with my, my business coaching, they need to create more leads. They need to create more, better conversions, those sort of things. Um, this has just been a really great course that I've condensed a few things, um, in a basic do it yourself course. And it's really been, um, has, has some really good results so far. So part of it is talk, teaching them some of the concepts, you know, talking about the history of marketing and where it's come from and talking about the buyer's journey and identifying how that works and the importance of knowing where a buyer is in that journey mm. and how you keep them in your funnel, uh, so to speak. Because, I mean, for example, you know, there, I see so many businesses that they started their business and they knew they had to have a website So they dumped a whole bunch of money into their website, developed this pretty website, and then the business owner hasn't looked at it in the last 10 years. And what they don't realize is, you know, if I come to their website and I'm not ready to buy right now, I may never come back. So they've got to understand how they can create that relationship with me so that when I become a now buyer, when I'm ready to buy, that we have that relationship and I'm going to come back to them. And so we look at that. We look at creating a market dominating position, um, drip campaigns, you know, email campaigns, <laughs> uh, mail campaigns, those things. And then the cool thing about this was when, when I was creating it, um, I had a couple of people that I had done some work with reach out to me and said, you know what, this sounds like a really cool course we would love to add to it. And so my bonus section in that course alone is worth more than what they pay for the course. Um, you know, well, to begin with, I've got in the bonuses, I've got a template and instructions how to create a powerful elevator pitch. And um, Burkhart Creative Agency has created a course for, I mean, everyone's working at home now. So they created a, a video course called the ultimate small business guide to shooting video at home. And so they give that as a freebie as part of my course. Um, I give two months to uh, membership to my live monthly coaching. I give two month membership to my inner circle mastermind and then Needham solutions, which is a digital marketing specialist that I do some work with um, gives a free two hour consultation because one of the things I knew that would happen was, you know, we teach some of these things like the drip campaigns, the email campaigns, and, you know, how to capture leads off your website. Well, a lot of these entrepreneurs, one, don't know how to do it. And two, should be working on their business, not in their business, and shouldn't be spending their time figuring those things out. And so Needham Solution is just offering free two hours of consultation, either one, telling them how to do it, or two, saying, yeah, here's what it would take and we can do this for you. And so it's got some really cool bonuses for people, but yeah, it's been, it's been some great feedback from it and seeing some good results. So it's been a good course. Nice. Nice. I like, I like it. And it, like, it's really important nowadays if you have uh, a even if you have a physical business or it's just a, a digital business, you have to have a, a digital print. Like yeah. you have to have a website or Instagram, like you have to, like, it's where the people search for you. I totally agree with you. Like it, it is. And, and 
and that, like I say, that's the biggest thing is they find you. Mm. But really, when you look at the whole spectrum of things, it's usually one to three percent of them are what I call now buyers. They're ready to buy right now. The rest of them are still in the discovery mode of either are they going to buy or who they're going to buy from. Mm. And if you don't have a way to capture their information, give, give them some free information and build a relationship with them, then you may never see them again. Hmm. No, uh, because somebody will do that job for sure. Like, yes. yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, no, no digital marketing. And now that this end with the pandemic, it shows the importance of it. And totally. Yeah. Uh, now I wanted to ask you about like um, going to the a little bit to again to the daily habits. If you have a habit that you you have to advise me and the listeners and the viewers to start today, which will be number one habit? Yeah, one. Never hit snooze. <laughs> <I love it>. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you. Uh, let me think of the name. It's actually in my post today. That's what, um, in the, in the blog that I wrote, wrote today, but, uh, Jocko, he wrote, um, I got to think of the name. I can't think of the name of his uh, book right now, but that's one of the things they talk about. It's a, it talks about the Navy SEALs and he says, mm. you know, start your day with a win and never hitting snooze. You're starting your day with a win and you know, when that alarm goes off, are you going to hit snooze and go back to sleep? Or are you going to start the day with a win and start your momentum right there? And I, I think that's powerful because it's so easy to hit snooze. I know I was on our uh, mastermind call a few weeks ago and we were talking about schedules and stuff. And one of the people on the call said they usually hit snooze six times in the morning. <laughs> and, and the cool thing is, uh, they actually mentioned in our mastermind this past week that they don't do that anymore. They're at the gym at five in the morning. So it's a win. It's, it's a completely win because yeah, it, it is. And it's so, it's so easy to, 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 to just put the snooze and it's the first, the first feature of the day. And you were yeah. talking about a schedule. How do you schedule your day? Do you schedule in the night? You do something in the morning? Yeah, so I will, um, for example, tonight, when I work on my evening mindset questions, my evening journal and stuff, I'll fill in everything I can for my schedule tomorrow so that I'm aware of it. And you know, a lot of it might be just because I want my subconscious thinking about it through the night. Um, and then in the morning, when I'm doing my morning mindset questions, I review it again. Um, usually between night and morning, I'm not having any adjustments, but because my, uh, my clients have access to my calendar, you know, they might've jumped in there and I've got to add those in. Um, but I think the important part is reviewing it and then reviewing it in the morning and then making sure you've got your block time. Now, I, I actually had a really good conversation in my comments on in my Facebook group for my daily success habits uh, podcast. Uh, someone um, made a comment. How do you block your time and be in a leadership position? Because, you know, I can't shut my door for four hours and just lock everyone out because they need me. And so I think the important thing there is, you know, when you block your time, shouldn't be much more than 60 minutes at a time. And when you're in a leadership position, you can take 60 minutes and just say, hey, there's no disruptions for this 60 minutes. But then those other times, you've got to have some flexibility so that you can lead your team and they've got access to you. But so if you're blocking two spots a day, make sure there's flexibility in between. So really like, really nice. No, 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 like it's a really nice, and it's a point that you make it and like it's I think it's quite important block your time block your time for your personal development and to work in the things that in your goals in the things that you want I think it's really yeah. important now let's ask me what is the legacy that you want to leave behind um 
you know, I think that is that I, that I helped, I helped people create their better futures that I was able to help people fulfill their dreams and take, have the courage to step out of their comfort zone and do the things that they need to, to achieve their dreams. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, uh, let's talk, you were talking about um, some new projects, about the mindset uh, secrets. Do you want to share some new projects with me? Absolutely. That, that one I'm excited about. Um, <laughs> it, it actually has been a lot of fun working on it and doing the research. Um, but it's going to be a, a six-week module that's going to have, have my course that's involved in it, plus some one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching that's with that. But it's really for anyone that, basically anyone that's a high achiever, an entrepreneur, an athlete, a coach, uh, you know, whatever you're in, and you want to take your life, your business, your desires and dreams to the next level, that's who I'm designing it for, is to help those people achieve those things. And it's just been, it's been a fun course to work on. It's, it's taken me a lot longer than I anticipated, um, but it's because... A lot of it's because I'll get a module done and then through research, find more stuff thinking, oh, they've got to hear that. They've got to know this part and how this ties together. But it, it's getting there and we're, we're about ready. And, and I have been, I've been doing um, some, I've had people contacting me to do some free strategy sessions to talk about some of these things and see if it's a fit for them. And so that's something I'm opened up to right now, but that my, uh, yeah, that's the course that I'm excited about right now. because I think it's going to have an incredible impact on some lives. No, no, no. I think I'm let's let it come out. <laughs> and yes. you were saying like, if the people want to do where the people can find you, uh, your social media, the best way to contact you. Yeah, for sure. So on jeffhege.com, that's J-E-F-F-H-E-G-G-I-E.com. Um, you can find all my courses and everything there, uh, my mastermind, all my training. Uh, but on social media, on Instagram, it's Jeff Hagee Coaching. On Facebook, it's Jeff Hagee Coaching. Um, LinkedIn, it's Jeff Hagee. Actually, it might be D. Jeff Hagee. I think it's Jeff Hagee. And I will then, check um, it. Thank you. And on twitter it's just jeff hagey coach okay i will i will put after in the description of the thank of you the video uh now i like to ask it um to my guests uh which book you will advise me to read one two absolutely i i don't know if you do all this is audio or video as well but you can see my library behind me um, there are so many there that are good, but you know, when I, when I narrow it down, when I have to pick what probably are the most impactful, I think I usually go back to two classics and that is think and grow rich and how to win friends and influence people. In fact, right now in our inner circle mastermind, as a group, we're going through think and grow rich and it's been awesome doing it as a group like that and studying mm -hmm. it. Um, it's, it's been really cool. Oh, yeah. Because a book like that, it's not too, yeah, you can read it one time and that's it. But it's, if you go deeper, it's, whoa, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Develop. You know, I've, I've read and I've read and listened to Think and Grow Rich more times than I know, but going through it right now and knowing that every Wednesday on my mastermind, we're going to be discussing it. I've got so much more out of it. You know, I, I'm the type of person, if you open my books, they're highlighted, underlined, mm. everything. And I've read it enough that I would think, okay, there's no more highlighting or underlining to do. But it's been a lot more. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been awesome. No, no, no. It's the, the kind of book that every time that you go there, you learn a little bit more about it. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now to end up, I want to ask you if you can give me, to me and to the guests, a tip to make the world a better place, what it will be? What it would be? Look to do as much as you can for others without the expectation of anything in return. 
Jeff, thank you so much. I think we can end up like big like this. Thank you so much for the opportunity. People, don't forget to follow Jeff in all the social media that I will put in the description of the video and in the also in the Spotify, Apple followers, also in all the social media. Jeff, once again, thank you so much for the opportunity. Great day thank for you. you. I thank really you so appreciate much. it and it was great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jeff.